Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. What's your favorite scary movie? What's the boogeyman? You hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish, understand? It's showtime. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast. We are your hosts. I am Robbie. And I'm Sammy. And we hope everybody had a great holiday season and a safe and happy new year. Mm-hmm. We are actually recording our very first episode of the new year. Yeah, happy 2024. Yes. Mm-hmm. This movie actually came out in 2023, but mm-hmm. we were recording it now. Mm-hmm. So today we're kind of doing a crossover movie again with Robbie Reviews mm-hmm. and You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast. We are doing Thanksgiving. Yes. Spyglass Entertainment's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yes. So All let's right. jump on into it. Okay. I'm ready if you are. Yep. All right. So the synopsis for this one. After a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, a mysterious Thanksgiving-inspired killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the holiday. Picking off residents one by one, what begins as a random revenge killing is soon revealed to be part of larger, sinister holiday plans. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun. Will the town uncover the killer and survive the holidays or become guests at his twisted holiday dinner table which he posted on instagram i don't know Mm -hmm. so it's rated r of course because it's a horror movie yeah very bloody Saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Very bloody. Yes, it's pretty we'll get gross. Into, we, we will get into that later, but... Yeah, it's pretty gross. Its genre is a holiday horror mystery and thriller and comedy, which... I could see there's some comedy Yeah, there. I mean, it doesn't take itself overly seriously. No, so. there's a lot of mm-hmm. funny moments, like when they're mm-hmm. like, fuck around, find out. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So I could see that. And its director was Eli Roth. Writer Jeff Rendell and, of course, Eli Roth as well. It was released November 17th, 2023 in theaters, as you said. And um, its gross was over $24 million uh, when it came out. So 
What really surprised me about this movie is TriStar Pictures is actually the distributor. Yeah, distributed of, by TriStar Pictures. Of this uh, mm-hmm. motion picture. Yeah. Uh, production company is Spyglass Media Group. As you said. Mm-hmm. They actually produce Scream as well. Mm-hmm. It has a running time of an hour and 47 minutes. Mm-hmm. But the reason why this surprised me with TriStar is how many movies are distributed by then? I mean, recent movies. Monster Squad was Mm -hmm. for you Monster Squad fans out there. But I can only count a handful of movies that are distributed. I have no idea. Not even even recent ones. Do they do more like independence now? I'm assuming they do. Okay. I don't know. So on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, they Uh, gave... yeah, nice. the the critics gave it eighty four percent. Yep, audience was seventy nine percent ratings and seven out of ten on IMDb, which IMDb is, is kind of flawed. Well, it's high for IMDb, so yeah, honestly. And our stars: Patrick Dempsey was Sheriff Sheriff Eric Newton. Uh, when we went to see this movie, I literally didn't know anything about it. I had only seen the movie poster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd even. I don't think I gave you too much information. I just said I wanted to see this. No. So when he popped on the screen, I was like, oh, he's in this. (laughs) Literally. Well, did that make you want to see it more? Well, I like Patrick Dempsey. So, yeah. I mean, I was obviously seeing it regardless because we were in the theater. But yeah, I just had no idea who was in this. We'll do an update on Scream as well. And get into Thanksgiving and everything like that. Yeah, Robbie's mind is going to scream because Patrick Dempsey was also in. Yes, and I I think a lot of people watching this got there as well. Just saying, for those who did not. Okay. You just randomly jumped out of Thanksgiving. Uh, Neil Verlach? No. No, I'm sorry. Neil Verlach. Let me get my life together. Neil Verlach was Jessica. Addison Rae is Gabby. Jalen Thomas Brooks is Bobby. Uh, Milo Mannheim was Ryan. Uh, Rick Hoffman was Thomas. Gina Gerson was Amanda. Tommaso Sanelli was Evan. Gabriel Davenport was Scuba. Jenna Warren was Yulia. And Karen Cliche, I'm, it looks like cliche, but it's probably like cliche, was Kathleen. And then we have Jeff. Tara Vinnan as Deputy Brett LaBelle. Jordan Poole was Jacob. Um, I don't know if we need to go over all the the rest of them, but yeah. Adam McDonald provides the voice of John Carver. So I also wanted to okay. call that out too, that it's we had just like Scream, cast. but just like Scream, we had a, a specific person doing the voice Yep, for the, for the big bad. There's a lot of crossover between mm-hmm. Scream and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do have a body count okay. of 11 okay. for this movie. So Amanda gets caught in the stampede at the beginning, cracked yeah. her head on the ground as she's trampled on, and then two like shopping carts just bash into her skull. It's very gross. Very. I mean, you would not think of how gory and bloody this is. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it just catches you off guard that mm-hmm. they're... Showing everything. Yeah. So if you have a weak stomach, I wouldn't. It's a disgusting movie. Recommend actually going to see. Yeah, this the movie. gore is just really gross in this. Yeah. Movie. And right off the bat, uh, one of the employees was trampled to death with the the door and everything. Yeah. 
the carver first targets Lizzie a year later. He attacks the waitress at a restaurant when her shift was ending. He slams her face into the freezer, which leads to her pulling away. Then it's All like there. he's frozen to it. Yeah. So, yeah, literally like her Pulls skin, her skin off. off. It's so like these are the bits that were kind of funny, but also very gross. Like when you see it, you're just like, what the Ah. Like, I think we all were laughing in the theater, but we also were like, this is really disgusting, too. Yeah. And then Lizzie tries to crawl into a dumpster uh, in the back. Like, she gets outside and she tries to crawl into a dumpster out back. And the killer is in her car and rams into it and causes the dumpster to slam shut. And it literally slices her her. in half. (laughs) And what See, it's kind of funny. And what he does with the body is like absolutely crazy yeah because he hangs part of her her bottom half from like the sign of the store the big store store that he's pissed at and then the rest of her is at his weird dinner party Mm -hmm. so gross and creepy uh the next victim is thinking about it if you know the who the killer (laughs) is you're just like what the fuck yeah which we know obviously spoiler 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 spoiler. because i actually have a whole trivia on why we should have known who it was the whole time so the next one the killer sneaks up on manny at his home and guts him with an electric knife again pretty gross Mm -hmm. and then the carver slices his head off with a um garrett like a big knife knife and a butcher's knife, and a leaves. Michael Myers knife, and leaves. And yeah, then, with this head. I think this is where he feeds the cat as well. That part again, it was very funny. I mean, like you just get there. done killing somebody, yeah, and you're just like, "Oh, let me feed you." Exactly. He murders the owner, and then the cat's sitting there, like, "Where's my dinner?" So the guy, the and I literally remember sitting in the theater, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's about to feed the cat." And that's I was like, "He's not going to hurt the cat." I was convinced, and he literally goes and he feeds the kitty. And this is why that this movie is great is because they does stuff like that, which is very funny. Catch you off guard as well. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. The fact that he did that. Yeah, absolutely. Then we meet up with Lonnie and Amy. So Lonnie wants to hook up with Amy, but she's doing this like weird tease thing on a trampoline. At the school. That's right. That's right. This is the coach. Yeah, at the school. And the coach, by the way, yeah, Lonnie is the coach, and yeah. it's very disgusting. That and he- she's the cheerleader. Yes. Right. She's so he's teenager. the coach, mm-hmm. and they're she's like a senior in high school. Yeah. So she's trying to like entice him by jumping on the trampoline. So the carver comes out of nowhere, just in the depths of the shadows, and snaps Lonnie's neck, like literally turns his head completely around. Un pretty unrealistic, but very funny is this the one where he's like she's yeah. on the trampoline and so Amy she's jumping jumping on the trampoline and, and he's he underneath stabbing up with a knife so she's like bouncing on it and that's ultimately how she gets it because it, she falls down and when it. you're watching this in the theater you're just like mm-hmm. you have it in your gut yeah it's like you intense. can feel it you can just be like oh what the fuck it's pretty intense and then uh during the uh parade parade yes yeah i was like what's the word i'm trying to say during the parade that they are looking for the carver right so the whole bit in the movie is that the carver is wearing a, a plymouth mat the, well the 
John Carver, like the face. Yeah, the face of it. Yeah. But then everybody has them through town because, because they were handing them out. out at the restaurant. At so the they're looking for him during the parade because they're trying to bait him to come out and attack more people. Mm-hmm. While the Carver dresses as a clown instead. And then yeah, he right. rushes Lionel, who's in a turkey mascot costume, and slices off his head. And it ca- in and the, the middle way, of the parade, the way it happens, it catches you off guard. You're just like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And in the parade, does like catastrophe is not going on. Happens. There's a boat, a bow from the one of the floats that literally goes in through a truck in it the back, the pool. And it comes right through the old guy that's driving it. And it's very gruesome. Like impales his face. Yes. And they had like two little girls with him. And they're screaming. "Ah, I would be too. It was intense. Very much so. It was intense. Yeah. Very much so. (sighs) And Yulia, who's one of Jennifer's friends and someone the killer is obsessed with. This is, um, this is the Russian chick. Yeah, she's the Russian. So her dad is like, we're going to go. We're going to get out, get out, out of here, here. So pack up. We're going to Florida. So, and this is this is one that we had debated when I was reading about this. So downstairs when the carver comes, there's a police officer because the, they're now guarding the kids that are all being targeted and tagged in these Instagram posts by the carver. Okay. So Jennifer and her friends. And there's a police officer downstairs and the dad. Well, the carver comes in and shoots uh, like a, a, dart, a dart, which knocks everybody out at the police officer and the dad. And there were some places that were like, OK, so he killed the dad and the police officer. But I don't think I don't he, think killed, he them. killed them. I think he unconscious yeah. made him unconscious. Yeah. I mean, as far as I can tell, left. he just because he does it later again, like he just uses the darts to knock people out. Right. I don't. Yeah. So we're not including them in this, by the way. But Yulia. Yulia. So she's talking on the phone or like FaceTime, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, FaceTime with her friends. And the carver shows up in her bedroom and literally like stabs in her ears. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Oh, it just so she couldn't hear anything. And then they would cut the sound out and oh, it's cringy. I did not like it. And um, and then he like leaves with her because obviously he wants the other kids to show up. And when they're arriving and trying to attack him, he basically, there's a buzzsaw in the garage area or wherever they were, the workstation area of her house. And then he just shoves her on there and she just gets like sliced. Up. And you and you see all this and you're it's just like, what the fuck? Just it's gross. funny, though. Everything's like out. Ugh, I mean, it's disgusting. gross, but you're just like, that is kind of funny. When yeah. you're watching the movie, you're just exactly. like, oh. Like, it's, it's funny, but very gross. Very yeah, much so. But very gross. Then we finally get to the point where the carver has captured the the victims that he wants. So these kids that so with the the whole store, maybe we should back up because we didn't really get into all, all of it. But the kids are being targeted because it's Black Friday. Black Friday. And there's a mob outside of this big store, and they yeah. go in through an employee entrance because, you know, Jennifer's dad, like, owns, owns the, the whole thing. Owns, owns the company. And they make the whole riot worse and actually help basically contribute to the mass hysteria. And, and the death. And killed. Yeah, because they're mocking for, everybody. and Right, right. And they're, you know how kids are. They're exactly. mocking people. They're just adding to it. So yeah. people so, died. Exactly, because of what they did. Right. So the carver is having the kids 
at this dinner that he's throwing, plus the other people who were the worst, like Lizzie, mm-hmm. for instance, and um, what's his face, Manny. Now Lizzie was the, the one on the cash register filming everything. No, Lizzie was the one of the loudmouth people on the outside, wasn't she? Did she film it too? I don't remember. I thought I thought she filmed it too. She might have, yeah, but she was just. I just remember her being a loudmouth and not really caring about what happened right people, and helping make it worse for the right ride. so anyway so now the the carver after he kidnaps the family jennifer's family and then he has her friends all at the table then um he does some more fun stuff so her jennifer's friend evan the carver takes like a meat mallet and just bludgeons him to death. to death and it's so gross because he's like basically talking about prepping the meal that they're going to eat their Thanksgiving meal. So, you know, he's tenderizing. Like, he's literally going through this whole bit about, you know, like, he's tenderizing the meat. It's exactly. So and, like, uh, oh one of the mom, the, the this, main stars. The stepmother. Stepmother. That's what I was just going to get into. They, he cooked her yes, as so a turkey. Kathleen, she's abducted, and she wakes up inside this huge oven. oven. And he's literally like, decorated her like a turkey and is, like, basted her and stuff. And she gets out, but she's a complete moron. So she doesn't actually escape like they do in these movies. It's running upstairs when you should be running out the fucking door. And she she gets caught again. So then the carver uses a pitchfork to, to basically kill her and then sticks her in the the oven and bakes her and then brings her out. And she is the turkey. So he literally like slices off chunks of her. Oh my god, it was so. I gross. The girl next to me gonna... was like, "I'm gonna throw up." I was just like, "Yes," yeah, because this. Is I just thought disgusting. he was gonna make him eat it. Honestly, I, he would. That was the plan. I know that was the they, plan. Yeah, they managed to Jennifer and uh, was it Scuba or whatever managed to escape by having that knife. Yeah, the you, little mini. Yeah, that crazy guy gave him gave him the yeah, knife. Yeah, the the older guy that sold them the guns and everything. Yep. Yeah. I uh, was trying to help them out. So, yeah, she manages to escape. Otherwise, that's exactly what he was doing. No, absolutely. That I thought it was going to get... That's what I'm exactly. saying is I thought it was going to get to that point. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't because it was horrifying. As far as it did get, was bad enough. Really and truly. Uh, my gosh. Okay. So then I have some more dre- general trivia. Are you ready for, yeah. for that? Okay. So this movie is actually based on a mock trailer from Grindhouse, which came out in 2007. Okay. So the director, Roth, directed the Thanksgiving trailer to be shown in between the films Planet Taylor, Planet Taylor, good Lord, Planet Terror, and Death Proof. Okay. When shown as a double feature. Okay. So in an interview with Total Film Magazine, Eli Roth said that this film isn't meant to be the film that was advertised in Grindhouse. We said, let's pretend Thanksgiving was a movie from 1980 that was so offensive that every print was destroyed. All the scripts were burned. The director disappeared. The crew members changed their names. One person saved the trailer and uploaded it to the darkest corners of 4chan. (laughs) And now it's made its way out. So this is a 2023 reboot. Once we said that, it freed us up. So they based it off of that, but they didn't feel like they had to rely on, you know, whatever they had set up in the trailer. Okay. And the film, much like the fake trailer, was co-written by Roth and stuntman Jeff Rendell, who in the fake trailer played the killer known as the Pilgrim. 
Okay. Roth also appeared in the trailer as one of the Pilgrim's victims during a sex scene who gets decapitated. That's pretty funny. Yeah, he got to direct himself doing that. The bloody font that's used for the title card and the end credits is the same font that they used in the trailer as well. Okay. And the killer uses a voice changer that sounds similar to Roth's narration from the original trailer, but the voice heard on the film is from fellow horror director, as we said, Adam McDonald, who's known for directing this TV series, Slasher. Okay. Oh, there's a So, fun fact about this is when you're watching this, the director didn't want you to know who the killer was. I have that in here somewhere. Yeah. No, you're good. You can share. So, he used a, a dub or an actor... That was different. Yeah. So my understanding, like, cause I have this in here someplace, but like you would use an actor that wasn't, wasn't part of the story. You don't actually see him. He's just the killer. So you can't look at the cats and be like, Oh, it's this one because you can't tell who it is. He used multiple. Here we go. Um, in an interview with real, real blend podcast, Ross stated, unlike the fake trailer, that had Jeff Rendell playing the killer the whole time. In this movie, he intentionally used multiple actors behind the mask right. to not give it away. So, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. It, that doesn't specify, but I assumed he had different actors from the I'm movie assuming movie, yeah. It. Yeah, not just like stunt actors. But right. it doesn't specify, to be fair, on there. But and that pisses me off because I do know that was part of what I was doing. Is looking was I was looking at the height. And, you're the- and it didn't matter. He was on to you. Mm-hmm. He was the reason why he did that. But yeah, I thought that was very smart. And yeah, clever. but I was trying to look at their heights and stuff. And mm-hmm. then I, and you, that, but it makes me feel less crazy because I know during the movie, I was like, is he the same height that he was in the last scene? No, he probably wasn't because of this. So right. I felt a little crazy, too, but right. Not. Uh, so continuing on about the killer, the costume was inspired directly by the iconic paintings of John Carver, who was one of the pilgrims on the Mayflower. The mask they wear is a recreation of Carver's face. And then that's why the the film um, nicknames the killer the Carver because of that. Kind of right. goes with the whole vibe. And the line from the original fake trailer, white meat, dark meat, all will be carved, is seen in the Instagram post. I thought that was clever. In this movie from the Carver. So he doesn't say it, but it's in an Instagram post he puts up. And in an homage to Halloween from the original, 1978. So this is a callback. The film opens with a point of view shot from the killer's perspective as he approaches the house. And we said this. You literally were sitting next to me and you're like, this is like Michael Myers. Yeah, right. In the movie theater. Right. And this whole scene setup also serves to foreshadow that the killer's identity is, spoiler, Sheriff Eric Newland. A.K.A. Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey, exactly. So they told you in the very opener the opening, of the scene. Yeah, exactly. Of the movie, opener of the movie. And the reason the why he went, went around and killing all this is because when back up to the year later, year before, at that big carnage party and everything mm-hmm. like that, yeah. his girlfriend died in the carnage. So, yeah. His baby also died as well. Yeah, the... What's her face, Amanda, or whatever? She was going to leave her husband. Going to him. leave her husband for him, exactly. And she was pregnant with his baby, exactly. So he was super pissed and when so she died. He, yeah, when she, she died, died in the middle of all that. Schizo and did mm-hmm. all this and came. You have to admit that is a great plan to come up with all this. It's mm-hmm. very elaborate. It took him a year to do it. 
So he must have well, been super I think, pissed. Yeah, and he wanted to symbolically do it on yeah. Thanksgiving, right? So mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Oh. What did you think of the overall story with this? Well, did you want me to finish my trivia? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just interrupting my I thought you were done. That's do I why look you... like I'm done? I just have all this continue. stuff to read. So rude. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so in case you were wondering, the brand name of the oven that Kathleen is cooked in is called Rendell, which is a nod to the screenwriter, Jeff Rendell. That's pretty cool. Amanda Barker, who plays Lizzie, is actually from Hanover, Massachusetts, and she is the ninth great niece of John Carver. And her accent in the movie is real. That's pretty cool. So she's from there. Eli Roth was in the process of casting the movie when his friend Gina Gershon texted him and said, when are you pulling me in for a horror movie? And Roth responded, actually, Gina, I have a part for you right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Addison Ray, who played Gabby, DM'd Eli Roth to get a part in the movie. So no, if you don't ask. It pays to just be blunt and ask. Yep. Mm -hmm. Close mouths don't get fed. Mm -hmm. And the cinematographer on this is... Milan Chadima, who returned to work on the feature-length film of Thanksgiving and had previously collaborated with Roth on Hostel 1 and 2 wow. and the original trailer that had inspired No this. wonder this movie is so fucked up. He's done Hostel 1 and 2. Yep. The character McCarthy, McCarty is named after a production member and a friend of Eli Roth who worked and appeared on screen in the original fake trailer. And Roth has been friends with the mother of Milo Mannheim, who played Ryan, since he was 20 years old and has known Milo since he was a day old. That's pretty cool. So that's probably helps get the part. In yeah. The nepotism is real in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And Roth said that the cat in the movie was such a good actor and performed on cue that he called him Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, the real name of the cat is Tonic, and it's previously had starred in Pet Cemetery from 2019. Okay. But I love that. Leonardo DiCaprio is hilarious. That is pretty funny. And due to the tight schedule and extensive, extensive practical effects work, Roth utilized Frameforge for the first time while on location. Roth stated using this pre-visualization technique on location allowed them to accelerate their scene setups and increase their production output to allow more time for filming and retakes. So what is that? And film, I thought you would know. I, that is. I don't. It's some sort of pre-visualization technique that allows them to really master. Really? Yes. According to this, Robbie will look it up. We'll and then give you some more information about that. Robbie will post us some bonus content on his podcast. Because I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything either, but he's going to figure it out. And this is the, speaking of TriStar, this is the first horror film to be distributed by TriStar Pictures since Evil Dead in 2013. So Evil Dead's not too far off. It's it's closer than the 80s was. Yeah, 10 years ago. So so what do you think about the overall story in this? I liked it. Again, very gross. Very gross. Yes. Super gross. Um, very disgusting. But it it was funny at parts. I did like it. I didn't think it was dragging at all. No. I thought the story moved along pretty well. I didn't take it so seriously. Yeah. And can't remember. Did we? I don't think I figured out who it was 100%. I think I was leaning towards the sheriff or I, I thought maybe it was the new deputy. I figured it out, but it took me a while through the movie. Usually I'm good at. Being yeah. like, oh, this is the killer and this is yeah, why. Yeah, it wasn't like right away. It 
took me it took you into the movie mm -hmm. so i like movies where you're like oh wow you just can't figure it out in the mm -hmm. first five minutes of the movie yeah and but overall yeah i thought it was good even though it wasn't gory and disgusting i thought it was it was a fun movie to very much see. yeah and it's a fun like holiday yeah quote-unquote holiday movie thanksgiving now that you can add to your list to rewatch every season i guess well if this obviously this is going to do good so they might actually mm -hmm. do a thanksgiving too and they, they could, set it up at the end actually to be able to do a thanksgiving too yeah because and, patrick dempsey's character died in the explosion at the end but then they were like they didn't find the body because nothing would have survived that tells you right there that he's out walking around like this motherfucker so, did not die. I think with the whole the whole confusion with Scream and everything like that, they're going to shelf Scream 7 and focus and on this Thanksgiving and, too, and do with a Thanksgiving too. I could see that. And uh, Patrick Dempsey was in Scream uh, 3. So this is kind of a tie back to that. But mm -hmm. that's where, where we're getting at for Scream. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know... Um, Spyglass was getting ready to just set up and take my money mm -hmm. because they had so many movies coming out, but they really just fucked that up. Yeah. But I don't, I don't say not to support Spyglass media yeah. mm -hmm. because, you know, it's a movie. Yeah. People need these for jobs and whatnot. And but I mean, to be fair, I mean, you have to look at it. I mean, we kind of talked about this when this whole nonsense is happening. But like this movie, this movie is a good movie. Right. It's there was produced... a lot of people going through and being like, oh, we should boycott this. Yeah. I saw people saying like, oh, just don't see any spyglass movies. But this is a good movie. And yes. people like Roth and the entire cast and crew deserve to have recognition for that. Absolutely. And to not be poor performers because people are pissed about the whole scream thing. Right. That's not the right way to do it either. You can right. voice your opinion and boycott the particular franchise. If you feel like they're not doing a good job in handling scream, that's one thing, but to boycott every movie they make is unfair to the industry as a whole. Yeah. And all I of these people ridiculous. that work so hard on this movie. Right. I think that's ridiculous as well. Yeah. So where would you rate this movie at? Like at a, out of a 10. Like an eight, probably. I'd probably give it an eight point five. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Shots were great. It yeah, never, it, well. it never dragged. Mm -hmm. it, there was a, it was a very thought out. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that they kind of got in the killer's head, mm -hmm. and he was so pissed about what happened to him that he planned this out. And I yeah. like movies like like that. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds you of like Dexter. Mm -hmm. And I, I did like the ending, too, because it was all set up that it was her ex-boyfriend, Jennifer or whatever, her ex-boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And he literally set him up to be the fall guy. But she noticed just the little details of those little like prickly things stuck on his shoes mm -hmm. and just realized that. That had he had to have done it because there's no other ways, no other way he would have had that evidence. On the devils him. are in the details. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they actually say that in the movie. I think so. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But she was very smart to also record what happened like, yes. or go on live. Like that was smart. And I like that they're incorporating like new technology and stuff in a clever way. Yes. I because, think that's cool too. Yeah. That makes sense in a way to, to show what's really happening and to save yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I really do think that's cool. They're incorporating technology yeah. because technology is always moving, always developing. I mean, mm-hmm. but that's what we had a, the writer strike for. Yeah. So exactly. But would you see this movie again? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure especially every Thanksgiving will probably watch this. Well, you know, Honestly. they don't actually have a Thanksgiving movie. And now we do. Well, now this is something you can watch every Thanksgiving and be like, hey. Technic- you mean like in general? Like in general. a horror movie, right? I mean, there's planes, trains, and automobiles. That is well, a Thanksgiving movie. Right. But So, but there's not a lot of other choices. Right. And it's now this Christmas. gives you some kind of choices out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll we'll throw this on right around Thanksgiving again. It, it's one of those movies that you see. It's fun. You can rewatch it in the background. Yeah. It doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the the actor that the body double was in the suit is doing a lot of cons this year. He's yes, he's coming around. So yeah, like sure. an actor. Yeah, yes. I saw he was popping up very quickly. At least as soon as this movie got distributed, he started coming out. I feel like Spookalo is the first. Is that the one where he's going? No, he's gonna do uh, Days of the Dead. He's gonna be in Days of. But the Dead. as far as like in Florida, yeah, Florida Spookalo, yes. the one who announced it. Yeah, yeah, because I was they were really like, wow to do that because they yeah. wanted to capitalize off the success of the yeah, movie. Buy tickets, please yeah. Come. <laughs> Which so, we encourage that because we will be there. We will too, be there too. Selling things. So yes, please come and meet him. Yes. At Spookella. Or any of your so. favorite cons. So yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I like this movie. I thought it was yeah, a lot of fun. I'm very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I drug you to it. But so. you didn't really drive me. I just was like, I don't know anything about this except it's a horror movie and the poster looks cool. I right. did like the poster. I right. thought it was well done. Right. It was creepy enough to to make me be like, Mm, what's going on we with this? this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning into this crossover episode. Mm-hmm. Please like and subscribe to Robbie Reviews and You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast. Yeah. We have more things coming out this year. We're going to have a big year for Limitless and our podcast yeah. network and our streaming mm-hmm. network. So please like and subscribe. Really helps out the network. Mm-hmm. If you want us to cover any movies, mm-hmm. please let us know. Yeah. Please hit us up on Instagram. We'll take suggestions. Yeah. We have some small independent films that we will be watching soon. Yes. We have Sorry not in advance. Yes. It's been super busy. We have not with the holidays and, and whatnot. It just was like yeah. trying to squeeze it in. We didn't want to. Well, I guess I'll say this. We didn't want to squeeze it in. Right. We, wanted we wanted to wanted actually, to actually give it watch it and be able justice. to talk about it. Yeah. And not just, you know, garbage our way through it. So, right. yeah, those will be coming up. Yeah, we have a lot. It's going to be a very year. busy 2024. Yeah. Yeah, it really is, honestly. Mm-hmm. And we will see what the cons we will be at. You'll see me a lot more than you'll see Sammy. But yes. Mm-hmm. This will be a big year for us. Yeah, first one is end of January, Days of the Dead, Atlanta. Atlanta. Robbie will be there with not me. My brother will be there with his brother. So you'll be and able to see niece. him and my niece. Yeah, they'll be helping out at the booth, so he's not alone. But I cannot go to that because work. But after that, we have the House of Mouse Expo that will be in the Orlando area. Yep. It's not a horror con. It's a Disney con, but please still come check it out. Please like and subscribe to the Pixie Dust Twins. Yes, definitely. We'll be talking about that and trying to uh, share what all's going on over there. Um, 
And then I believe the next one is Spookala. Yeah. After that. No. We have a lot. There's so. an Indiana one. There's actually. an Indiana Indiana PopCon, I think, is in between. So. No, Indiana PopCon is later in April. So no, then it's Spookala at the beginning of April and then Indiana PopCon at the end of April. We'll, we'll have all these in our show notes. It's so. a lot. Yeah, it's we will be we'll harping be on this for a while. We'll be constantly talking and about it. And there'll be new ads coming out on the network. And keep some. you posted on what's when. <laughs> Yes. So you'll know where to find us and what cons you should be checking out, of course. Because Robbie always looks to see who's going to be there before he commits. Yeah. So if he commits, that means he thinks there's some cool guests that are going right. to be there. If it doesn't excite me first, mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my time to do it. Yeah, so. of course. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Please like, subscribe, comment. Mm-hmm. Helps us out. Yep. As always. Stay Spooky. Spooky. I was going to say stay da- dangerous, but stay spooky. Stay entertainment. Yeah. No, we say spooky. Stay spooky, guys. Bye. You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast is produced and hosted by Robbie and Sammy Brooksby as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Podcast Network. Post-production and intro by Sammy Brooksby. Follow the show on Instagram at boogeymanpod. You can also follow the Limitless Broadcasting Company at Limitless Broadcasting and your horror hosts at Robert 1950 Studios and at The Samalam. We also have a TikTok at 1950 Studios. Email your creepy comments and spooky suggestions to us at boogeymanpod at gmail.com. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. Have a horrific week. <laughs>